Good morning. I hope and keep praying that very soon I'll get rid of this chair. <laughs> I don't know how, how, how to preach sitting now, but we're, we're trying, okay? Happy Sunday. You know, when I prepared this message, something came to my mind like maybe seven, eight years ago. I touched on it. After I prepared it, I touched on it and I remembered praying. Uh, the subject was having breakfast with Jesus. I don't know whether you will remember that. Thank God you don't remember. That's good. I am not going to dwell there. But I said, wow, I preach about this. And what a, what a privilege to have a breakfast with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I welcome you all here today. And I, 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 I don't want to keep you long. But I want to let you know that let's, number one, read from Matthew 4, 18 to 22. Matthew 4, 18 to 22. Matthew 4. Oh, here we go. And uh, this, is, this is the Lord Jesus. And walking, verse 18, and walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me. I will make you fishers of men. And they immediately left the nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father. He was with them in the boat, <coughs> mending their nets, and he called them. And they immediately left the boat and their father and followed him. Each step through life we must walk close to Jesus. This is the only way to maintain one's balance. People call it equilibrium, even in the midst of the most ferocious storm. When all is good and rosy, the sun is shining, or oh, everything is fine. Okay? But life isn't like this all the time. Right? There's a lot of disappointments, a lot of surprises, as you well know. 
and a lot of joy. But his presence remains the same. As we know, and as it is written, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. We can have peace which passes all the understanding which guards our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Why? Because we are following in the Savior's footsteps and as a bonus, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And here we are going to talk about the invitation that Jesus offered these disciples. And this invitation, if you notice, is general. This invitation is not is not restricted at all to certain people. Down through the centuries, even to this hour, the invitation of our Lord issued to these fishermen on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. When I mentioned the Sea of Galilee, I just figure a beautiful water, clear as it was always, and Jesus used to be there most of the time. And, and the invitation that was issued then is still valid today. It's still valid today. And if it's offered to you, now I ask you, if it's offered to you, how would you respond? You say, wait, it's good, I, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying this beautiful story. Look at these fishermen. They immediately left everything, left everything and followed Jesus. They had no, no experience before at all. But when they heard the voice of Jesus, they left everything and followed Jesus. If it is offered to us today, how would we respond? Was this invitation limited? No. Because it continued through the centuries. And it's many people heard the Lord's voice and said, yes, I follow you. I will follow you regardless let me ask you a question. What would be your answer? I'll follow you. Jesus, I'll, I'll go after you or say, oh, like, like those people of old when they, they, there was a banquet. A guy had a banquet and he invited those people and what was the response? Yes, I will follow you. No. One of them, she said, he said, well, I married a wife and I have to be with her. The other one said, I bought a piece of land and I have to go check it. Let me ask you a question. We have excuses sometimes, they're not valid. Who would buy a piece of land without checking it before? 
Another one. It's, it's, let me tell you, it's, it's uh, you will find it if you want it. You will find it in uh, Luke chapter 14 from 16 to 20. Read it there. One guy said, I bought, I bought some oxen and I need to go checking them. Blindly you buy the ox, since okay, I need to check them. But that shows many of the excuses we present to the Lord are not valid. And they think they can get away with it. Well, we have a God who reads the hearts and minds of people. And he knows, he knows what goes inside. May the Lord help us not to have any excuse when the Lord calls us to do something or to better say it, follow me. You might say, I follow you. But I have few things to do, then I will be with you. And the things to do might take a week, might take two weeks, might take a month, two months. Number one. Do you guarantee that you are going to live tomorrow? You say, I'm young. Granted, I may the Lord give you the longest life available with Jesus. With Jesus. These were, follow me, these were uplifting words. I mean, what an honor to walk with Jesus. I, I see that this is an invitation to be friends with Jesus, an invitation to friendship, to walk with him, to begin a new life with him. What a chance. Would you take it? Would you? Remember the morning breakfast by that sea? Remember how tender he is? Remember that morning he looked at Peter. And Peter, Peter, and the disciples were around, said Peter, you love me? And he repeated that a few times. He said, of course I love you. Then, what did he say? Follow me. Peter, follow me. Peter repented. And Peter went back to fish, fishing. But Jesus prepared something else. He gave him a chance. He is the God of million chances. He said, Peter, I want you to feed my sheep. I am going to give you a, a wonderful responsibility. Go and feed my flock. Peter, just follow me. He didn't see the disciples 
when he told them, follow me, he didn't see them as slaves. He didn't see them as strangers. He is God. He knew what he was doing. He knew who was choosing. He is God himself. And more than that, more than that, he wanted them to be his friends. It's a call to have them as friends. He said to them in John 15 and verses 14 and 15, two verses, you are my friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. Do you want to be a friend of Jesus? A follower? A friend? You do what he commands you. It's not only to follow him. The second thing is to obey him. If you do what I tell you to do. Let me ask you a question. When the Lord tells you to do something or directs you through the Holy Spirit to do something, what do you do? I have a better plan. I have, I have a better plan, right? So many times he said, no, no, I'm continuing this. Things might happen in our lives contrary to what we plan to do. Okay? What is our response then? And what should be our response now? What, is, what should be our response? Okay, Lord. If it's your will, I will do it. You are my friends if you do what I command you. And then he goes on. He says, no longer do I call you slaves. This is the Bible. These are not my words. For the slave does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things. Listen, for all things. Verse 15, I have heard from my father. I have made known to you. You know, we share many things with our friends. And when you have a friend, a dear friend, okay, you confide to that friend, right? You confide to that friend. And when you confide, you confide everything. And this is what the Lord is telling them. I confide to you all what I know. I tell you everything. What a privilege. What a privilege. Not so if we disobey him and do what we feel like doing. Well, the disciples tried once, you know. They tried this. He told them, <coughs> he told them, let's cross the same, let's cross the same lake and go to the other side. He knew what he was doing. They, what did they tell him? Well, you don't know fishing. We know fishing. Take a nap. Well, he took a nap, or supposedly, at the end of the ship there. 
And what happened? And you know what happened. A storm came by, and they start to use all their expertise in fishing. Nothing can do it. Lord, wake up. Don't you care that we are perishing? You know the rest of the story. You know. It's better to obey him at, when he says something, let us follow. Follow me. Peter, from now on, follow me. And guess what? Peter followed him till the end of his life. And was he successful in following Jesus? You, you tell me. Was he successful? Yes or no? Were the disciples first successful? They went out. He told them, follow me. I'll make you fisher, fisher of men. You know, they tell me the most satisfying feeling is when someone goes out to fish and catches a good fish. When it's hooked, it's not yet his, you know. It's his when he gets that fish into that little net that he has. And then he knows that he caught a fish. As long as the fish is in the water, you didn't catch it. But when it is in that little net that you have, it is a fish that is yours. And you will go home and eat it with your family. And this was its faction. They went to the world. They went everywhere. And they turned this world, as we know, upside down. And they won thousands of people for Jesus Christ. Because they listened to him, they followed him, and they obeyed him. That's the message I have for you today. The Lord worked on my heart and here. Someone said, well, I, I follow leaders. What? We know very well that leaders and nothing is wrong with that, to listen to leaders. But be careful. It's those who are leaders, they were first, hopefully I'm right on this, followers. You cannot lead, as someone said. You cannot lead unless first you have learned to follow. Here's the invitation. It's for Christ. He didn't ask for much. He didn't ask for donations. He didn't ask for anything. He asked, just follow me. Hear my voice and follow me. How many times you followed your own, as we say, guts and succeeded? 
you followed some example. How many times you listen to ideologies? School children. Those professors nowadays have different ideas and philosophies. Please don't follow them. Follow what mom and dad taught you at home because they are teaching you the word of God. And especially in this church, we teach the word of God. We don't teach our thoughts, beliefs. And if it's not in the word of God, if it's not in the Bible, we're not supposed to teach anything of our own. And what I'm speaking about today is found in your Bible. How many times you ended in disappointment, in defeat, because you followed the words of this world. Just be careful and follow Jesus. They were uneducated. He, he didn't worry about that. He, he did not choose the educated, the philosophers. He chose those simple people and put his word in their mouths and they won the world. Yeah, they caught many fishes. They did. And they were so happy. Jesus was extending to them an invitation to a life of high adventure. I tell you one thing, they lived the adventure. They lived this adventure. And it was a happy story with a happy ending. Look where we are today as a result of their fishing for men. Is there a reward? Is there a reward? We love rewards. The word says follow, but you know most of the time, the answer was I will fail you. The flesh says, follow me and I will destroy you, which is true. Christ says, follow me and I will give you rest. And to accept this invitation and to follow faithfully is to discover the highest possible human happiness in the history of mankind. To follow Jesus 
and abide in him in faith and love. And obedience enables one to be fruitful, productive, and a ministry the Lord allows you to have. Just go along with his will. Are we ready? Are you willing? Like the disciples were willing that morning, I'm sure they had a great breakfast. And they left his presence satisfied with a new mission in their lives. And you know what? They followed through. Go to the world, he told them. And I will be with you until the end. And he never left them. And if we do the same, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will be there to encourage us, to give us success, and a life filled with joy for Jesus Christ. My dad always had some songs on his tongue in the morning, in the any time. And, and he, he used to sing the, this verse, I will follow him, I will follow him all the way. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. I will follow him all the way. May the Lord put that song in our hearts and follow him all the way. Amen. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Father, we are thankful for the way you love us. You have and you will and you still treat us like friends of yours. You gave us your secrets. Help us, Lord, to open our inner eyes, spiritual eyes, and have a fellowship with you. Not during Sunday or during certain times, but all the days of our lives. Bless each one in the presence, each and every one, and those who are on the website, and those who are vacationing. Bless the church spread all over and be with each and every family. Help us, Lord, to be obedient and do your will. And as we are dismissed, we pray, Lord, that we can be a blessing, a blessing to everyone who comes in touch with us. Help us, Lord, also to be thankful for the mission that you have bestowed upon us. Dismiss us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.